Sophia, and welcome to the Well and Worthy podcast. This podcast is a journey where we will discuss all things mind, body, and soul, and learn how to take care of ourselves in a loving and genuine way. I'm so happy you're here as we dive into what wellness looks like on an individual level, and as we learn how to show up as our authentic and our highest selves. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the podcast to part two of People Pleasing. Today, we're going to delve more into those techniques on how to rid yourself from people pleasing tendencies. If you missed part one, go back to last week, check it out. That's where we really um, delve into where we pick these tendencies up from. This time, I'm not recording it in my car. <laughs> surprise, surprise. I found a second in my kitchen, which is very exciting. Um, and I'm just really excited to delve into this week's topic. Um, it may be a little bit shorter than normal, but I did want to break the episode up into two parts just because there was a lot and I don't want to make you sit through 45 to 50 minutes unless it's like a really important interview or anything like that. So let's just dive in, shall we? Shall we recap from the first time? Where we left off last time with people pleasing was we looked, we were looking at the two main things that a people pleaser is trying to control because people pleasing ultimately is about control. And last time we looked at the first thing, which is people pleasers subconsciously, whether they know it or not, are trying to control their environment and other people's emotions around them, right? And they pick up this from childhood. We covered all of that in part one. And we kind of came to a recap conclusion that, you know, it is a false of control. People pleasing does not provide any real control because you can't control the people around you, nor is it your responsibility to. Right. And today I want to talk about the second main element of people pleasing and the second main element that people pleasers are trying to control. And we're just going to jump right in. So the second element that people pleasers are trying to control is their image, like the way that they're seen by others. And I do think that people pleasing is a combination of these two, trying to control your environment slash the people around you and also trying to control your image. And the image This can stem, yes, from childhood and from things that were really praised when you were little. So say that like you were really praised for being nice or you were really praised for being gracious, stuff like that, which is all very good, but sometimes can be taken to an extreme and can be really, I don't know, you can take that into your heart and start internalizing it a bit too much and turning it in to people-pleasing tendencies, the image of wanting to be the quote-unquote nice girl, you know, where everyone knows you as super, super nice. And guys, I'm serious. Please, please, please take this from me, okay? If anything, if you take away anything from this entire podcast, this is the thing that I have, I can relate to the most, that I have a lot of experience in. I went through all my life thinking like my entire life, thinking that if I was just nice enough, quote unquote, that no one could hate me. No one could be mean to me. I was like, everyone will like me if I'm nice because no one can not like a nice person. And whether I thought this consciously or not, it was a subconscious belief. If I'm nice, people will be nice back. That's what I thought. And you know, this is true. Being nice is important, but I was not just being nice. Okay. I turned into a full blown people pleaser. I was thinking that nice meant making sure everyone around me liked me and making sure everyone around me was happy. And you know what? At the age of 15 or whatever, that seems like a pretty foolproof plan, right? Like, oh yeah, no one will will dislike me if I'm super nice. But what ended up actually happening 
was guess what? I still got backstabbed. I still made fake friends and dated and went out with shitty people. I did not avoid the haters. I still had people who didn't like me despite literally allowing those exact people, and I mean this verbatim, to copy off my homework for years or giving up my literal bed to them and on one occasion literally saving their life. And no matter what, you can do all of this stuff to try to appease somebody and to try to, like we talked about last time, elicit a certain reaction from people. But it doesn't matter because it was not only pointless to people please in an effort to control my image, but I actively on the way also lost my self-respect. And, you know, this is not good for the people that I'm trying to please or is it good for me? I actively lost a lot of my integrity and my self-respect altogether. And I ended up with a lot of those stories, you know, the, but I gave them everything and they betrayed me moments, you know, crying on the floor. How could they do this to me? Um, When in reality, you know, I was just so focused on controlling what others thought of me and being viewed as the quote unquote nice girl that I was giving way too much. And I was, I was sacrificing way too much, things that were not okay Um, things that crossed so many boundaries, things that I know I wasn't okay with. And that's, that's the number one thing. I was giving away things that I was not okay with. I was doing things that crossed my boundaries and crossed my lines. And that after a while, when you let people over and over and over again, cross your boundaries and cross the things that you are not okay with, cross over your core values, that erodes at your self-respect over time, that erodes at your self-value, your self-image, that does that after a while. And not only was I giving these things away, I was also giving them away to people who obviously didn't deserve it or who I barely even knew. So in the end, you know, I can have as many sob stories of, but I gave them everything and they betrayed me and how could this happen? But in the end, it really comes down to, did I even know those people? Those people were not worthy of me giving the shirt off my back. Those people were not worthy of me, you know, doing everything to appease them. So it is not necessarily those people's fault. But, well, of course, I mean, I don't want to say it's not their fault. It is always, you know, never okay for anyone to treat you that way. But I do just want to say that the reason that this can happen over and over, if you're in this kind of toxic pattern and you relate, if you're in a pattern where you just want to people please, you just want people to view you as nice, you will find yourself falling into this pattern of getting betrayed over and over again by crappy people. And it's not because, wow, you bring so many crappy people into your life. It's because you are unable to tell crappy people no. You are so scared of the word no. You are so scared of the potential of making someone mad at you or unhappy that you're willing to sacrifice your dignity. You're willing to sacrifice your self-respect after a while just to obtain and maintain this image that honestly does not even stay a perfect image. Nobody is going to like you all the time. It does not matter. Even these people did not like me all the time. And, you know, I was just so focused on being the nice girl. And that's what I got so caught up in. And this lesson is really what pushed me onto the whole understanding of, you know, you can't control what other people think of you because nothing is truer. And, you know, you hear it every single day, like, oh, you can't control what people think of you. Let it go. Let it go. But like really internalizing that nothing is truer, but because you seriously cannot do everything. 
and do everything for everyone. And you do not maintain control over your image like that. Your image is not something you can control. As people pleasers, like we said last time, you want to control your environment. You might feel like you're walking on eggshells. You don't want to elicit negative reactions from people in your world. But you also are trying to control your image. You know, a lot of the time, dependent on what kind of person you are, maybe if you're familiar with the Enneagram, Enneagram type threes, which is my wing, really get scared when people view their image the wrong way. They don't like being falsely accused of stuff like, you know, just generally being viewed in a negative light. And understanding and realizing that I cannot control my image was one of the most powerful things that ever happened to me. People are going to dislike you. It's okay. You can be Mother Teresa and people are going to dislike you. I know people who don't like Mother Teresa. (laughs) So point being, you can do everything and it does not matter. People will still dislike you. Your image is not the same for everyone. Um, And the way that other people view you is truly not your responsibility, not your problem, not your responsibility. There's this TikTok poem by a creator. Her name is Courtney Durr. I love this poem. Um, And so I want to read it to you guys because I think it is really helpful and also really, really beautiful. And it, it goes like this. I often think about the different characters I play in everybody's story. I'm a villain in some, a hero in others, and none of it has anything to do with the person that I am. The lens that others view you through is colored by their upbringing and their individual experiences. Some people see your bright personality as endearing, and others see it as annoying. Some people think you're weak and emotional, and others feel safe to be themselves around you. Some people think you're rude and selfish, and others respect the way you stand up for yourselves. And none of it has anything to do with who you really are. So I stopped trying to control the way that I come off to people because I can't. I have no authority over how people view me, so I might as well just get on with living my most authentic and joyful life. And I just really, really like that poem because it's true. We can get so caught up in what do they think of me? What does so-and-so think of me? And a lot of, so many people-pleasing tendencies can stem from this fear of the way that you're viewed, this fear of being judged and wanting so badly to control the way that other people see you. But you don't control that. People come in with their own lenses already over their eyes. You know, like they say, when you're wearing rose-colored glasses, red flags just look like flags, right? So it often does not matter. Everybody is wearing their own pair of glasses. Everybody comes with their own unique pair of glasses on, and they're going to view you a different way. And with the Aquarius full moon that was recently, I was reflecting on a lot of the things that make me feel tied down because that's the theme of the moon. And honestly, you know, I'm up here on my soapbox, but I want you all to know that I'm still very much working through this whole people-pleasing thing because this is hard. It has a lot of layers to it. When you've been praised your entire life for being giving and selfless and told, you know, you're so nice. Oh my God, you're so nice. It's hard to learn to separate your sense of self-worth from your people-pleasing tendencies. And so I think the reason that a lot of people, now that we've unpacked, you know, what what causes these people-pleasing tendencies, the need to control and realizing that you really cannot control. Now you know, right, of course, it's bad. It's negative. You don't want it in your life. 
and realistically you cannot control. So why are you doing it? You know, I want to stop. And in reality, the reason people keep doing it, the reason you carry people pleasing into your adult life is because you tend to associate sometimes your sense of self-worth with these tendencies. People begin to view you for what you can give them because that is all that you put on the table. That is all that you begin to think that you have to offer. All you begin to think you have to offer is what you can give and how happy you can make other people. And in reality, that is not your worth. It is important to be kind and it is important to be gracious, but your sense of self-worth has to come from something much deeper than just what you can give and just who you can appear to be and who you can make happy. You are an individual person, an individual person with their own beliefs, with their own opinions, with their own emotions, and learning to stand firmly in those no matter who it upsets no matter who it upsets, is so important because that is where your sense of self-worth comes from. You are not worthy because of how much you can give. You are worthy simply because you are. And when you come to this conclusion, when you work on your sense of self-worth, this is what will help you break those people-pleasing tendencies. And by making this your new measure of self-worth, this is step one to realizing it is okay to release those people-pleasing tendencies, you are allowed to do that. So quick recap of all of it. Learning how to no longer people-please involves one, understanding where it stems from, whether it be from family wounds or abandonment issues, you know, not wanting someone to leave or picking them up from when you were little. And then two, realizing what it's trying to do, which is control, and realizing that it's a false sense of control. And then three, Realizing you don't need to control anyway. It's not your responsibility to control what others think of you. And finally, learning that voicing your feelings and boundaries does not take away from your worthiness. You can still be a good person and not simply exist in the exhausting game of trying to be the quote-unquote nice girl and killing yourself trying to make everyone happy, especially people who don't deserve it. But boundaries and real friends are, you know, those are other podcast episodes. Um, But you're allowed to state your needs. You're allowed to say no, and none of this makes you a bad person or undeserving of a relationship. Real people, as Barbie once said, love you for you and not simply for the things that you can give them. So just remember this too when establishing your relationships. You don't need to be worried about whether someone is going to walk away or whether someone is not going to like you. Because if they don't like you in the most authentic version of you, then quite honestly, why do you even want them to like you? You know, it's really looking at that and trying to remember why you even care in the first place about that. And a really good place to start this journey in terms of active steps you can take. One is changing your sense of self-worth and, you know, making those affirmations and reminding yourself every single day that it's okay to say no. It's okay to state what you need. It's okay to disagree with someone. It's okay to take up space. And, you know, also focus on the energy you put out into the world instead of on the way people are perceiving your energy. You know, take that focus off of what do they think of me and focus instead on shining your light out and remembering that each person is going to view you differently through their specific lens. It's not about them in the end. It was never about them. It has never been about them or the way they view you. And now I want you to do something with me 
right here and right now as we end this episode as we as this little series comes to a conclusion whether you choose to journal or just take a second after this episode to reflect or not decide from this moment on you are not a people pleaser I want you to remove that from your identity because it is no longer part of your identity. You get to choose that. You may be working through some of those tendencies, but you are no longer that identity because now you know. And now with love in your heart towards yourself and towards the light you want to shine, you can step into the world with enough self-respect and with enough understanding that you don't need to make everybody happy in order to be worthy or in order to be impressive or in order to be impactful you are good and you are kind and you need to be that way towards yourself too. This is your reminder. So that is all I have for you guys. I hope you enjoyed this topic and I love you all dearly. If you related to this and got something out of it, I would love if you would leave the podcast a review, shoot me an email with any questions or concerns or just general comments. I would love to hear it. Uh, And, you know, follow us on TikTok, follow the podcast, Tell your friends if there's anyone who, you know, you think would benefit from this podcast. I truly, truly appreciate every single one of you. And you're not a people pleaser anymore. Congratulations. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you next week, my loves. And remember that you're already enough just as you are.